to what the fertility season two it is evening um and amanda and i are sitting down to chat about we have no idea (laughs) (laughs) we we have made this promise to get on once a month and chat with you guys so we're just going to share a little bit about what's going on in our lives right now um kind of where we're both at with the I want to say fertility, but I want to say family planning, um, and then talk about some of the guests that haven't aired yet. And then what we have upcoming. So bear with us. We're going to try. So we don't even know if you guys like these. Um, but I think it's still good for you guys to kind of know who you're like your hosts are and kind of what, um, is going on in our lives. So we, we figured we do this once a month. Um, like I said, we don't really know what we're going to talk about, but we're going to just I know we were texting last night and I was like, this would be so much easier if we were like in the thralls of infertility, which like, (laughs) it's just, again, it's just different. But like, I I know Amanda is probably soon to be back in there. And then mine's just such an unknown of, I have no idea. Like, it's so weird. I was chatting with a friend actually on Friday and she just started listening to the podcast actually. And she has a daughter that's 15, 16 months old. And she, I had no idea, but she's like, yeah, we had a miscarriage and someone had told me about your podcast. So like I started listening to it, but I got pregnant before I even like got past the first episode and that's her daughter now. And then she had shared, I know. And then she had just shared, she had another loss. So she's like, okay, I feel like I'm back to square one. Like I'm going to start all over again. And I just foresee that in my future too. Stop. Don't say that. positive what did we do? we just had the coolest guest on yesterday um she literally was speaking like all life coach and positivity to us so I feel like that's what you need right now is to speak positivity to you um but I'm excited for you guys to hear that episode it was so good yeah I when we were prepping when I was waiting for you to jump on I literally just got on her Instagram and was just scrolling through her reels because yeah. I didn't have, I mean, I feel like there's like toxic positivity and then there was what she talked about and like what her whole Instagram is about. And For I, sure. we've just like recently been sharing some of her stuff. Sometimes like we have all these guests scheduled out and then we, <laughs> yeah. as we like go to record, we're like, oh my gosh, they have really cool profiles. So we just discovered. But her. yeah, that was Kristen and yeah. I, Dylan Snyder. I think I said her last name, right? Right. Yeah. I just said, Ooh, hey. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited for you guys to hear that one. Cause she's not just like I mean, she is like specialty in like infertility and all that, but she's like a full on life coach. So like her biggest thing is like helping you with not just like fertility tips, but like life, like you can apply it to all things in life, which is really cool. It is. I, it's so funny when she was talking yesterday, like I've been looking for a life coach. I feel like it's like spinning. Honestly, like when you leave infertility, I kid you not, like when not leave infertility, but when you're not in that stage in your life. You have all this extra money to spend. You have all like, this extra money. Can I blow it on? Yeah, like I seriously, I'm not even kidding. I remember swiping my card. I got out of the HSG and for whatever reason, it was $2,300. And I was like, sticker shock, but I already had it done. And they yeah. were like, that's well, what you pay now. <laughs> yeah, so I paid out and I went out to the car and I was like, oh my God, Josh, that was so much more expensive. So now- like, you know, I just got Botox, super bombs. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh that's God. cheap. That's like a fourth of an, H- an HSG. Right? Oh my, I need to explain it to Chris like that. I think um, he'll be more on board because, you know. Right, 
Right. Oh, I have to budget all the things. So yeah, I um, need to explain it like that. Like, well, it's so much cheaper than doing a whole egg retrieval. You're welcome. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I know. Well, that was what I was thinking when I was looking for a life coach. And then we talked to her yesterday. I was like, oh gosh, this is so good. Like not even for infertility, but um, she's, she was like, really, I felt like she was like, really like articulate and just could walk you through what, what was the analogy she used? Like being on top of a mountain. Oh yeah. 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 She's like on top and obviously like her clients are like climbing the mountain. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, she did. No, but she was just like, she can see clearly now. And that's kind of like how I feel like you and I are right now. And I'm so interested. And I think I had asked you right before we hit record, like now that you technically were like on top of the mountain and removed, like as you go into your next IVF cycle, do you feel like more clear headed or no, it's all come just completely back? Um, so like as of right now, I still feel pretty good. Like I'm like, okay, like it worked. Like we actually had a successful transfer, obviously Ben's here. So I like, I feel like, okay, especially because like out of all the embryos that we had, like we adopted obviously three, and then he has three um, biological siblings. And so there's like six embryos and all that came from like that specific, you know, that transfer or that uh, IVF round. And so I'm like, okay, so like we're four for four. So like, this is like how my mind has been working. I'm like, okay, we're four for four. Obviously I have one, those three were successful. So surely. Yeah. So, I'm like, right? I'm, I'm like, thinking, well, they've got six for six. I like really believe it. I know. I'm thinking, I'm so curious. Cause like, that's kind of how I am. So like, because you've gotten pregnant, cause before you had never really, you'd gotten pregnant, but you hadn't carried a term. So like, now yeah. you're like, I know my body can do that. That's kind of yeah, like. Because it was unhealthy embryos. So like now I'm like, okay, well I can carry a healthy embryo. And we know our other two are healthy. So I'm like, okay, so maybe it was just because they were, you know, they they were abnormal. And then on the flip side, though, you know how much because you've been through it, how, how exactly matter if they're healthy or the whole process too, right? Like you were saying like Michigan and you're going to have to fly again. And how's, how is that going to work for you? Like you're going to, so we didn't fly the last time because I am a crazy person and I was like, okay, what if I like transfer the embryo and then I'm on the plane and something happens. I'm like, I don't know if it's too high in the air and the embryo like falls out. I know this is not like logical. Yeah, like this I know. So there's no science to this. People fly all the time. It's like, but for me, I was like, it was just something that I could control. And then I was like, I'm not taking any chances. So we drove 11 hours and I'm probably going to do the same thing again. Yeah. I, and this time around, so like my in-laws are so sweet. They want it. They came with us the first time my like father-in-law drove us and they're like, okay, so we're going to do it again. All of us. And this time Ben's going to come with us. We'll take Ben to the park. Like so sweet. So it's going to be a whole little family trip. We'll last like 11 hours with a, oh however much. And I know Dude. like originally you were going to do it when you turned 30, but you turned 30 this year, right? Yeah, so I turned 30 in October, um, but life has just been like crazy. We're buying a house in like this time next year-ish. So we are going to wait um, until we buy the house. So well, around the same timeline. So we're our plan right now, we're on the calendar for May of 2024. That's still like sooner than it seems. It's less than a year, which is insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Because Brooklyn, nine months. 
And I know I did a whole episode about only wanting one child. <laughs> and I was like, we're changing. I was like asking it a little bit later. I know Josh is like adamant. I think I told you that, right? Like he's like one, that's it. We're not, no yeah. more. Um, but yeah, that would be. I think it's going to change. And obviously everyone's different, but I like didn't have baby fever at all. Like even when Ben turned one, I was like, no, like there's no way I'm not ready. Not even close to ready. He turned like what? He's now almost 20 months. So he turned like 18, got 17, 18 month mark. And I was like, give me a baby, put it inside of me. I want to hold a baby now. <laughs> was it the same yeah. desire you had prior to having him? Like, was it the same like urge? It's not honest. And I, this might sound horrible, but it, it's not as strong for me, yeah. at least I, right now. Like yeah. I, I really want him to have a sibling so badly and I want to like grow our family and I'm not saying that I'm gonna I would be absolutely devastated if it doesn't work and I'm gonna be heartbroken but I don't feel as intense of it's not all consuming of oh my gosh I need a baby I need a baby I think because I'm so busy during the day I mean I have been all day I'm, I I stay home and I also watch my sister's daughter so I'm like in the thick of it of like momming that I just like can't, it's not all consuming. Well, and I asked it because like, I'm kind of the same way. And it's almost like a little bit about me. And I think I shared that on the episode was like, my desire to just be a parent and a mom was so, that was like what, how, why my experience was so difficult with miscarriage, like obviously losing the babies, but it was like, I don't feel like I'm ever going to be a mom. I don't feel like I'm ever going to have babies. And so I would answer the question the exact same way. Like, yeah, like, we could go down this route again. And I just feel like the pain wouldn't be as strong, but I don't know. Right. And same with you, like I mean, you totally be different. I you haven't like, had a failed IVF. No. And so I, I 100% know that if it, especially I think because I desperately want him to have his biological siblings and we only have two chances with that. And then like that, we'll never be able to get that chance again to be fully biological. And I know that doesn't matter. Like obviously you can have kids that are that's like an added stress yeah so that makes me a little bit nervous because like obviously our egg donor is no longer doing it our sperm donor is no longer doing it as well so like we legit that is like our only two chances for him to have full siblings which is totally fine if that doesn't work out we could always like use other embryos or traditional option I mean there's so many other routes obviously everyone knows that listening to our podcast there's so many ways to have a family um but yeah, I really want him to have like his full biological siblings. So yeah, I feel like, it's, yeah, seriously, there's just so, yeah, there's so much more that wasn't there the first round, but then there's also so much less. Interesting. I wonder, like, it's not, I think I said this too in my solo episode, it's not secondary infertility, but then like you almost feel like it is. Well, yeah, it definitely feels like that. I feel like, cause like there's still so many unknowns of like, mm-hmm. it could totally not work. Mm-hmm but I want you to have another baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I don't know. I don't know. That's I may need to have a little chit chat with Josh. Right. Like, I know <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Well, that's, it's funny. You said like all the different ways to have babies. I think we have only had one guest on maybe two about surrogacy, right? Yeah. They've talked about their experience, like using a surrogate. Oh yeah. That's right. Okay. Cause yeah. Chelsea, yep. Chelsea's experience and hers was just such yeah. a wild story. I feel like the surrogate part yeah. almost, almost didn't get talked about, but our next two episodes, I'm so excited. I know I already told you about this one, but Katie, she is a surrogate. She was, a surrogate. yeah, she was yeah. a surrogate. So like, I'm so excited 
I like want to pick her brain so much. Yeah, I've followed her TikTok for a really long time. And I'm just so interested, like from her perspective, how that is. And then the other guest, um, she actually found us from the nurse practitioner that we had on. And she is, I know I'm looking it up. She's a licensed social worker and she has a law firm that is specific to gestational um, a gestational carrier, gestational surrogacy. And so it's like all surrogacy programs in South Carolina. Oh, that's cool. It's pretty neat. Yeah. Those are like back-to-back episodes. I just think that's funny sometimes when like we get that, where it's like an influx of the same people, you know? So cool. I'm excited to like hear more about surrogacy. Obviously we've only heard it from like the perspective of like, you know, the woman like that used and hired the surrogate, Mm -hmm. but I'd be so curious, especially to hear like the surrogates, like yeah because she has kids she like her and her husband she was married has children and she did this during her obviously during her marriage and I remember and I maybe I'm like gonna say this wrong but I remember at one point during the process like she was talking about like her and her husband were separating because they were on separate pages about the whole thing and it's just gonna be so interesting because like somebody that didn't come from, and I don't know her whole story, but what I think I know is that she didn't have infertility. I think that's like one of the prereqs even be a surrogate, but to not have that and then to get like thrown in the infertility world. Oh yeah. That's gotta be so crazy. Yeah. And hearing like the other, you know, the, what is it called? What would she be considered? Just like the, no, the other person that like hired her. Oh, yeah. Like an actual it name. Would for the, it would be the same as adoption, right? The intended parents. The intended. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm so, so wrong. They would be the parents because, and that's probably what she'll school us on because yeah, it's because, right? It's not with adoption. They're the intended parents because it's biologically not. Yes. Okay, but it's their biological child. Exactly. So they're the parents. They're the parents. Yeah. I need to like, I think in like, my office, I need like a whole entire <laughs> booklet of like cheat sheet of things. I mean, it's a lot. There's so it many is. things I never want to be like ignorant or like say the wrong thing. And it's so, I need to like, I know better. it's so <laughs> funny that we've just like organically got here because I was, we, I was like, what are we going to talk about? I was thinking about, well, first of all, you already said it, like how all consuming this was prior to getting pregnant and having like our children. Um, But I used to listen to all these podcasts about all this stuff and I was going to like list off some of them and I'm going through my thing. It's just funny. Like I don't listen to any of them anymore and I'm sure it'll restart, but did you listen to any? I'm like, I have all the adoption ones still at the no so I like I didn't really get into podcasts until we started a podcast (laughs) wasn't it your idea it was I don't know why I literally have never really listened to a podcast I mean I like maybe would listen to some on like a long drive and it was usually just like a little I don't know like my church or something had one like their sermon or something never like an actual yeah and then once I start once I was like oh cat we should do this then I like really dove in and then I started listening all the time. But That's so funny. Oh my gosh. I used to listen to them all the time. I'm looking. So like my favorite one, it was the infant adoption guide podcast. And I'm just like remembering how overwhelmed, like all consume, literally I would have this on on the way to work. And then I would do research. Then I'd be on Instagram. Then I'd be on quote unquote Google. <laughs> and you just constantly be like, yeah, constant. 
I listened to the IVF podcast. It was like IVF and it has a little, here you can see it, a little sperm. Can you see that? Oh yeah. <laughs> IVF. Um, I listened to Manifestation Babe until her podcast was about manifesting a baby. And I wanted to just like punch her in the face. <laughs> she was like, I manifested this pregnancy. And then she was like, and I'm right. pregnant. I was like, right. oh, okay. but that's still on my list. <laughs> really funny. Um, Quiverful Adoptions actually had a podcast. That was one of the agencies that I originally started working with there in South Carolina. It was pretty good. Um, yeah. Gosh, I used to just like, I remember I would travel a lot for work and I would listen to these on the plane. What else? The Awakening. Like they were helpful. Oh yeah. My favorite one. And this is like probably so you, and maybe you can listen to this when you restart is the awakened pregnancy with Kate cattle. I want to get her on. She is, I'm going to say Australian, but maybe she's like New Zealand, maybe from like New Zealand, but she went through infertility for like 10 years and she finally got pregnant. Um, so her podcast is really, really cool. It's like a lot of, yeah, it's called the awakened pregnancy, but hers has like a mix because she's kind of like in our shoes. Like she had her son and then she started the podcast, but she obviously gravitates towards people that have those stories or holistic healing. And I know she tried for a second and I haven't listened in a bit, but she, I think she ended up being unsuccessful and they called it quits. Ooh. Right. actually put that like on a list and do yeah, it yeah I'm okay. trying I think that's all that's still on my my listens to which is oh so- speaking of like healing that makes me think of you weren't on for this episode um but it was with Helen Davenport oh my god like I want to go and listen I just like literally want to go to the UK now <laughs> and go see her because so she it was the coolest episode like I'm really excited for you to listen um, she has like her own like studio and she's like a, a conception doula, which I'd never heard of before. Ooh. And she's it's so good. Like it is so good. I know I'm you not- texted me. I was, I was in the car with Josh. We were driving home from the beach and I was like, Amanda never says this. And you're like, this was the best podcast. Ever. I'm like, it was, I don't know. It was just, uh, I like love talking with her. Plus I love a good accent. I'm not going to lie. Me too. I'm a sucker for an accent. That's, how, that's <laughs> how the vacancy pro- pregnancy podcast is. Is it, They're all have like that Australian oh, accent. Wait, so conception doula. So um, she works with you prior to pregnancy, I'm assuming all the things. So she does it prior. She does it during, she has the fourth trimester. Like she's very adamant of being like there throughout the whole process. And then she obviously has like in studio time, like she will like adjust to you and like all that. Like she's, it was all, it was totally at you yoga. Like <laughs> did she give any tips or did she say like, there's any like, um, United, like us counterparts. So she uses, she still has clients all the time that are all over the country. So like, she still can have, you could still be like, her client even if you're not there she'll like obviously it's a little bit harder because she can't physically touch you yeah but she can still do so many things to support yeah. you your whole pregnancy and stuff yeah oh my gosh I think if I do decide to try again like I would want to use her I haven't heard it but that sounds really cool and then also Kiki because like oh. this was a freaking mess and I was I was like reaching like I went you said like that she can't put your hands on you did you do Reiki or Reiki whenever you would okay I did which is like I don't know I feel like it is. Do you even know what it is? 
I've seen like, yeah, I've seen it before, but I, I never actually did it. Like I spent like probably like $300 <laughs> to lay on a bed and they, they literally don't touch you. They like put their hands over you. And this girl, I don't, I can't believe I never told this story. Oh my God. I was just, you're so gullible and maybe it's legit, but like I went in there, laid on the bed for an hour and then she sat down and she's like, okay, I can tell that you've lost four babies and two have been from this side. And she didn't like, she didn't know anything about me. Like two have been from your right side, two have been from the left side. And she's like going through this whole thing. And I was just like, really? I don't know. Like I was so right though at that point, like what she was yes, just like it was all a hundred percent right information at that point. Like you give it to her. Did she know this information? No. So it was really weird. She was like, so it's she you don't give them your name. You didn't give them your name because they didn't want you to probably trust. It almost felt like like a second. <laughs> I don't know. It was just so weird. <laughs> it feels witchy. I told it does. I told my mom about it. And my mom was just like, I'm not even gonna listen to you. Don't even talk to me about this. I don't support it. <laughs> but like you well, do all the things. And the reason I know I get it though. Like yeah. I went to this random practitioner for that. Then I went to like another practitioner for my weekly. Again, did I say this on air about the money? Yeah, the Botox and everything. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I yeah. can't remember. But like acupuncture, oh my gosh, that was like $110 a week. It's insane. I know. And I was literally talking to my girlfriend about it. She was like, I really want to go. Is there like the best time to go? Like in my time of month, like what's the best time? Cause I can't afford to go literally once, twice a week. It's, it's so expensive. Insurance doesn't cover it. Like yeah. what, when's the best time to go? Yeah. Because I went weekly stuff. for two but years, but to answer that question, I know, but to answer, <laughs> to answer that question, isn't the best time to go the week before ovulation. And then the week you ovulate, is that right? No, I don't know. I didn't know how to answer her. Oh. I was gonna, it was very <laughs> recent. She literally just asked me this. So I was about to reach out to you. You're I like, think- I think I know Ashley has told me because I got to the point where not only was it financially, but I was just like, I can't do this every week. I can't yeah. care about this time. But that's so interesting. I know. So now I can answer. <laughs> well, I, I always think like ovulation is so tricky, right? Because like you want to do things like either prior or right when you ovulate, but you also don't want to like mess anything up. Mess things up yeah. yeah. And like, I know I get nervous with all the things. Surely I think acupuncture should be able to tell her. Yeah, they will. I know Ashley told me, but yeah, I don't know. That's like the other thing. Like, did I already ask you, are you going to do anything different this round in terms um, of? So I'll probably do all the things the same because, you know, I'm now nervous that it's, if it doesn't work, is it because I didn't do something? And I know it's not necessarily that like things are just different every time. Like each transfer is different. Each baby is different. Like it's, it's just different. Um, but I will, so before, right before my transfer, this last, obviously with Ben, I did no sugar and no gluten, no dairy, no caffeine, obviously no alcohol. Um, so I guess I'll do it again. So and I how long fun. did you do all that? Um, so I did it about like two months leading up to the transfer. Okay. And then, so not horrible. Um, and then I didn't like during my whole pregnancy, I didn't have any, uh, like sugar or caffeine. Um, I started, I would eat really healthy and then I started entering like gluten and dairy again. Um, but I didn't do caffeine the whole pregnancy, which is going to be so hard because now I like rely on coffee and then toddler. So yeah, that's, you know, that's so interesting because yours is going to be, I keep forgetting that you as of right now don't have to go through an egg retrieval. And so like, it's a secondary prep, which is nice. 
and you can maybe time it. Way less expensive. Like it, it's not as uh, expensive. So that's good. Um, and the prep's not as, as bad or as like the shots and stuff is not horrible. I just have the progesterone. The hardest thing, honestly, and I'm sure people that like travel and go to different clinics can understand this. And I, my clinic just doesn't have like a sister clinic or something like that, that I can use here. So that's like the hardest part is the monitoring leading up to the transfer, because you have to literally get ultrasounds and like blood work and everything. Your levels have to be a certain level in order to take the next medicine and like, okay, then, you know, just to be able to keep moving forward or they have to like change something and like the blood work has to be stat. So I have to get it same day. Otherwise it like, if, if it comes the next day, like they literally threatened to cancel my transfer with Ben about like five different times. It was so, the most stressful experience of my life. So where do you, cause you, there's not a sister clinic. So what do you do? Um, I have to pay out of pocket. And like, I literally like went to, I bet it was so bad. I have to figure out a better like route this time around because like I went to hospitals, I went to fertility clinics. I like bounced all around and finally found this like private lab type yeah. person know what they were and I had to pay out of pocket for everything to get it stat the same day I mean I'm still paying Can they not send like stat orders to like LabCorp I wonder so we tried that LabCorp won't do it that same day so they'll still do their like stat is not same day it's the next day which is not good enough and like in a fertility clinic they have their own lab like they can get things done the same day so yeah it's I'm stressing I'm like a year out and I still am like I don't know what I'm gonna do my OB is amazing I'm obsessed with her and she was like I could try and figure it out and do it for you like I'll run all the laps here but again it might be the same yeah like next day and yeah so I don't know what I'm gonna do that's wild I feel like though at least for my recollection or if I look back on my experience like from now until I would say May but now until like February I feel like you'll be able to really enjoy that time off whereas like prior to Ben, you would have just been like, I can't wait that long. Like I got to oh. go. Yeah. No, 100%. I mean, do we talk about like on a daily basis? Like, Oh, do you want a baby? I know the gender, but I won't say oh, um, you guys really do. So it's, the, I mean, you yeah. guys, he's two almost, almost. Yeah. Two. So he'll be two in November. So I say it all the time and he's like, always like baby, baby. And I like constantly, I'm like, okay, you're going to have a baby you know, fill in the blank. You'll find out. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, I mean, we're excited. Um, so, but I know it's like good that we have to like, we're waiting and the time yeah. is going to be right. We'll have like the house and then I'll be able to like do the nursery. And so I know it's all, you know, God's plan, but yeah, it's crazy. I just, um, I like see, I follow all these, like, I don't know, do you like influencers online about like specific to infertility? <laughs> no, just in general, but um, Laura yeah. Beverlin, do you follow her? Yeah, I do. Did I like want to like, bring her on the show so bad. They just, yeah, that would be wild. They just, I know, right? Was that they like, just transferred I'm, two. Was that, uh, I saw they just transferred two. Wasn't that like their 10th or 11th transfer? It's like insane. Yeah. I'm My heart literally breaks for them. But I just said her because I know that they go to like New York and they like do all the prep work and they stay there for like a month. Oh, and really? you that, uh, yeah. So she doesn't have to worry about that back and forth. Fortunately, I don't have funds like that. So oh, I can't stay with hotel for like a month. 1.5 million followers. I don't think she would see our DM, but maybe. <laughs> I've already messaged her, but. Um, oh, you have? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, even because I was like talking, I like messaged her about embryo adoption. And after like, you know, her numerous yeah. like failed, I was like, this is another option. Like praying for you. Oh, does she say how many she's had? How many transfers? 
I think so. I would have to like look back, I but um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm getting sucked in. But yeah, I think it's been a time. Yes, I follow her. Who are some other people? Obviously, Jacqueline Mish, who actually does respond to your DMs. She's cool. So cool. Yeah, she yeah. responded to my DMs a few times because I like the um, when we had um, Jennifer on about her uterine, uterus transplant. Um, uh, she mentioned like survivor and so I like sent the episode to her she's like oh this is so cool <laughs> I love that oh. yeah she's a sur gestational carrier surrogacy um who else is pretty popular there's like the really yeah. yeah there's like the really popular ones but that they don't really I feel like Laura Bevelin's like very authentic oh a hundred percent I just might like I because I just saw her stuff so I was like oh yeah I literally them to be pregnant so bad I like am rooting for her so yeah. much I know she's like a total stranger <laughs> oh I want her to succeed I feel like that's so much why we even started this whole podcast is because we do want everyone to like have their happy ending and like what they desire like we want that too yeah I actually wrote that in my notes to touch on in the show about like all of our guests that have I feel like probably 70% of them now have a different story from when we recorded and I want like if if you're listening still and you were a guest or like if guests are wanting are going to be on our show like I want them to like notify us that hey we matched with adoption or like oh, the transfer worked or we had our baby had because our baby. sometimes yeah. yeah sometimes I'll see it when I'm scrolling through which I don't think I ever really scroll through on our our podcast account but like mm -hmm. I'll randomly see it and I like share and everybody's so excited because people get invested in the episodes oh absolutely yeah, so definitely reach out to us when you have like your successes and everything. I mean, it could be anything like that you just, you know, got up however many embryos. Like we love to celebrate you and we want to share your good news for sure. Yeah, I um I I still we said this the last time we recorded, but like I still we still get these DMs of like, I can't wait to be on the podcast, but only once I'm pregnant. And I'm like, no, come on. You don't have to wait. Yeah, you don't have to be pregnant. You don't have to have a baby. Like there's no prereqs to be on our show. Like Honestly, tell us the dirty, the raw, the like hurting, like all the things, because that's real life. It is. And like I I was just driving. So when I went through in YouTube, we live in the same house when we were going through all this, like same routes to work, same pretty much job routine, like life other than now our kids. But like, yeah. I was literally driving home the other day thinking like, this is so weird. I used to be driving, like I would drive home in like just deep, dark depression and be like, my life is miserable. This is so awful. I can't yeah. believe I'm going through this. Like why me? And like, and granted, we've had phenomenal outcomes. We're so, so lucky. That is not the situation for everyone. But it's just, gosh, it's just funny. Like, it's not funny. It's just bizarre. Yeah. I mean, you're like driving from the same thing. You're like, everything's everything's good. Everything's fine. It's just so crazy how quick things can change. Mm -hmm. Like, life-altering moments can happen so fast. And I never in my, like, wildest dreams would have, like, pictured or, like, could have dreamt of where I'm at now. Yeah. But I'm so thankful. It's yeah. just so crazy. Me too. So crazy. Oh, we're so sappy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're going to listen to this back and be like, oh my gosh, this is what it sounds like before we hit record on all of our episodes. <laughs> I can. So funny. Oh. What else? Obviously, I've been pushing everybody to please leave us reviews. Yes, please. It's helpful. We, it I think we've decided to do season three, right? Yeah. Put you on the spot. Let's do it. I'm ready. <laughs> 
I don't know. How many episodes did we have in our season one? I'm like, where are we at? We have almost 60 episodes yeah, now. Almost 60 episodes. Well, we have 60 recorded, but I think we're like just yeah. published 57 or 58. Um, I think we did 30, right? In season one, we said we're going to do 30 and call it a day. So this will probably be a little over 60 because I think we already still have some people scheduled. Yeah. Um, we're in July. What did, We took a break in August. I think we stopped okay. August. Are we, are we gonna do? Do you want to do the same thing? I know I love that we're talking about this on here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, is gonna do the same thing? Are we gonna do like August through the holidays? Or yeah, we'll see, maybe we won't take as long as a break. I feel like that's so long. We need you guys to give us more ideas, topics. Like I know for season two, we sent out a it was just like a stupid QA on the story. Every we literally booked out seven months in advance from that. It was story. amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And we basically got all of the topics that you guys suggested. People came forward and said, like, that's my story. Um, or I have a friend of a friend. And we got some incredible guests on. And I mean, you would think infertility is, um, I was going to say limitless. That is what it is. But you would think like the stories are like limited. Yeah. But I feel like yeah. there's 30 more stories out there. And we need your help to find them. I, and I don't know if this is like a good idea, but I was thinking of having, I don't, I would need to find someone. So if you're uh, interested, but like someone of like, that hasn't gone through infertility, but is the friend like, right. Or the family member, like on the other side, like you are the one walking, not walk. Like, I mean, yeah, you're walking alongside your, your best friend, your sister, your yes. brother, like whoever it is having you on and seeing your perspective of just like seeing someone you love hurting and going through infertility. What we I should do. Yes. It's so weird. You had that thought because I had it in a twofold. So before cool. I, what we should do is we should have the person and then they should bring their best friend, their mom, their husband, whatever on. And we should do like a four chat. I, so, cool. so my mom watches Brooklyn when I do these or Josh, but like my mom will watch when we record and I'm like, how rude. I have never asked her to be on the podcast. I'm obsessed with your mom. She needs to <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm like, they were oh like, God, that would be fun. we can get a, like a glass of wine and chat. Yeah, they're like, our I want to come to Charleston for that one. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I can't believe I haven't asked because she probably like, as actually she's told me a lot, like she had to write the letter for when we were adopting. She had to write like, a, we had to get reference letters and yeah. she wrote it. And like, I know that like her heart was hurting because she wanted she really wanted us to have biological children. And obviously she immediately was like, yes, adoption. This is awesome. Like, let's do yeah. it. That's what you guys want to do. And you could just see the love and support she poured into that letter, but she is so funny. And I, we can wrap up. She follows more people going through infertility on Instagram than I do. I love her. <laughs> and the she, support that she has, I can't. Well, so and it cute. just changes their life. Like be it your mom, your, your partner, your best wow. friend, like, and she was a great supporter, but I mean, she'll literally to this day, like we were in Wilmington last month and she goes, um, yearning for motherhood. Okay. Um, she hasn't posted that her baby's come and she was 40 weeks, two and a half. And I said, who are you talking about? And she's like, I have five more people that haven't like had closure to their story yet. We got to go through them. <laughs> like fully invested. I oh, love that. Fully invested. So I love that idea. Yeah. Let's oh do my God, Yes. Let's have her on. Well, let's do that. And then nominate your mom, your best friend, your yeah. spouse to come on because we need to shake it up. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it'll be really cool. I think that's just like a good perspective and just like even like helpful. I know we've chatted about this, like, and I know I think Kiki mentioned too that she has like a, was it like a guide or something of like trigger? Yes. 
Yeah, I actually want to get that. That was so cool. It is a video. It's like a YouTube video of all the potential, not all, a good amount of potential triggers that Mm -hmm. people could say to you and then gives you responses that you and your partner or you and just you can share with people so that it's like autopilot. You don't get in your emotions and your feels and you kind of like, oh, do you have kids or when do you want to have a baby? And then like she gives you like good responses to be able to say that like isn't going to you know hopefully devastate you every time someone says that because yes. I know how hard it is to hear yeah and then last we'll get off this topic we probably will wrap up but um to your point I've had sisters reach out like sis I don't have a sister you do so it would make sense but like sisters reach out and say like oh my gosh I'm pregnant or I have three kids and my sister's going through this or she just had a miscarriage and they're like what do I do and I'm yeah. not, I don't know. So that was like my sister's like biggest thing. Like she would not get pregnant with her second until I was pregnant. She wouldn't. She, be she, off. she was like, it's a no go for you, hubby. Yeah. Like, well, that's what I was going to say. It's like it. a whole, like, then it just like gets pulled out even further because then that's like the partner and everybody's living this life around. Wow. Yeah. Family members. And I know cool. it's, it's wild. Okay. Yeah. But I'm excited. I think that would be really cool to hear that perspective. But if you guys have any more, like we said, we're going to post another, like, I guess Q and a was it, or like a little poll. Yeah. Or, like we need help. We want more people on the podcast. So like send yeah, it to you like, or recommend people. We loved all different stories. Like, cause this is like we said, like we want it to be as real and you guys like relatable as it could be to you all. So send us all the things. Yeah. I mean, who I couldn't have even said, I would love to go find somebody that had a uterus transplant. Like I didn't even know that existed. So I never even, yeah. I'm like, I didn't even know that was a thing. So like, so yeah, everything. Oh, that's cool. Um, well, I think both of our husbands are going to kill us if we, (laughs) if we keep going. What is, what does your night look like? Um, the bachelor's on tonight. Oh yeah. Oh, you're going to go to your bachelor. Yeah, girl, it's batch night, oh. but it's early. Wait, Chris is like, he's got him the whole night? Oh, yeah, he's fine. So you Chris just like, that's why you guys are going to have more than one kid. <laughs> Josh and I, Josh and I are like, okay, you've had your 59 minutes trade, <laughs> but it's amazing. No, Chris is really good. Chris is good. Honestly, he, because like I'm home all day with Ben and like Chris is out and like he's in the office that he's like, always I'll like put Ben in the crib and he still is like I want to go like I want to go cuddle him like it's super that's Josh watches her 20 hours during the week so during like eight to five because he works like mornings he gets like that time too so I get it yeah he gets like six hours in a row (laughs) yeah Yeah. oh okay well I guess we will hope you liked it I know this was like kind of (laughs) lame we had no plan we did it